Hey everyone, it's Adrian. Welcome back to another episode of Anything Flows. This is episode 13 and today I wanted to talk about letting go of limiting beliefs, clearing those blockages so that way we can have clarity and have that abundance kind of flowing to us. So my intention with this episode today is to just update you guys on what's been going on for me with my new job, with just like life in general, just to share. And with the topic for today, helping us to recognize our limiting beliefs, create awareness of those thoughts without judgment. So that way we can work on transforming those and reframing those thoughts in a more supportive and positive way that actually shows us kindness and compassion towards ourselves. So let's get into it. Uh, so t- today is Tuesday. I'm recording the episode on Tuesday, July 18th. And tomorrow, July 19th, is my 25th birthday. And I kind of feel like that's like a bit of a milestone. Like my, my frontal lobe is fully developed. Starting tomorrow, she's it's cooked. So I'm really excited to see what that's like. But on a serious note, like I feel like I've had a lot of growth within like this past year, this past few years. We all go through like really shitty things. And I think a lot of what's helped me get through those kinds of things has been reframing my mindset and really letting go of those limiting beliefs. And that's why I wanted to kind of talk about that today, just with like reflecting on turning 25 and what's been really impactful and meaningful and transformational for me and I know for a lot of people too um so yeah I'm excited for to celebrate my birthday this week and um yeah it's just really hot so we'll see what we end up doing but other than that too I know I've shared in the episode last episode that I started a new job I have a new position as a health coach with the Arizona West uh the Wellness Council of Arizona and I am the health coach for Arizona Western College, the City of Yuma employees, and the Crane School District employees. So this whole month, I have been training and shadowing the current coach that's there that's going to be leaving. Um, she's getting, her husband is a in the military, and they're getting stationed in Hawaii. So she gets a nice, like, staycation, like, staycation for three years because, you know, they get deployed and they got to move every three years or so. So she's really excited, but she's been amazing at helping me to figure out what I am, what I'm doing. I thought like going into it that I would just be able to pick things up so easily. And it's not always like that. And I think like that was a really big struggle for me the first few weeks, just not feeling super confident with what I was doing and like doubting myself. And, you know, if they pick the right candidate and that's, you know, we'll talk about that with with today's episode and, and, you know, how to get past those kinds of limiting beliefs. But it happens to everybody. And I think like it's always a practice to reframe that because things, different things trigger different beliefs. So, but I'm, I'm really excited for that job. Like I went to my office today at City Hall and they put my name on the outside of my office and outside of my cubicle downstairs and I've had like meetings with the committees at the different locations and 
it's just like really cool that I get to work collaboratively with so many different people who are trying to promote wellness in their work. And that's like my job. Like I get to do that. Like I really feel like it's a privilege and it's not like something that I have to show up for. It's it's such a fast paced kind of job and there's always something to do. And I when I started my own business for health coaching, I didn't want like the reason I started like you know part of the reason I I started my business was so that I could do what I wanted to do and I didn't have to listen to people and I can I felt like help people in a more effective way so starting a job and having uh, you know a timesheet and, and things like that and, and it kind of made me nervous because I wanted to step away from that kind of thing but this job is is great like every there's so much to do there's so many ways to connect there's so many like it's just I get to be still creative about how I want to promote wellness within these workspaces and I love it. So I will keep you guys updated on how that's going and especially yoga too. I, every time I mention to the employees over there that I'm becoming a yoga teacher, they get super excited and they're like, we want to bring yoga back. That's that's awesome that you're doing that. And I think like it's it's very exciting that I'm that connection for for that kind of thing for them and and also nutrition and all that other good stuff so yeah just really happy with like this place that i'm at with starting this new position creating my like career path now with yoga as well and i think just like my overall relationship with myself and my self-worth and i don't think that i would be in this position with this this new career with pursuing yoga in the way that I want to and like what I envision it to really be for myself because I feel like that's gonna be something that I try to really make sure that you know it takes off for me in a great in a good way like I have a lot of goals for what I want to do with yoga so like I don't think I would be ready for those or I don't think that I would feel capable of it if I still had doubts and judgments and limiting beliefs about myself so let's let's talk about that let's talk about what limiting beliefs are self-limiting beliefs and how we can heal from them and like i said allow that abundance to flow so that way we can avoid dis-ease so i like to think about that word dis-ease because we usually think about it as cancer illness you know problems with our bodies and that's true but it's also mental discomforts as well and just like overall imbalances and those are caused by blockages and a lot of times that's self-limiting beliefs that come from our mind and they move into the body so whether you know it or not you are fully enlightened as you are and life is meant to allow us to return to that wholeness. So limiting beliefs create stories that are the opposite of of recognizing that we are whole and complete as we are. It creates polarity, which is, you know, good or bad, right or wrong. And it creates those narratives and those stories about our experiences and who we are rather than accepting, like I said, that we're whole, that we are complete as we are, and that we are exactly where we're supposed to be. There there really are no 
should be's or supposed to be's. There only is what is. And so, for example, with starting this new job, there's there's been times that I my mind would think, you know, I'm I'm not the right person for this job or I'm not learning or picking things up quick enough and I'm failing and just kind of doubting myself and judging myself and and not being compassionate or kind. And so the first few weeks I would kind of come home and take that time to reflect with meditation, with yoga, with journaling. Not that I'm doing that every single night because I know that that's not realistic, but it's always a practice. You know, those are practices that I come to every day in a way, whether that's, you know, making time for it in my morning and making time for it before I go to bed. But I do try to be consistent with a lot of things, especially with yoga right now. And why not add a little bit of meditation in there and then some journaling? So it's something that like builds and makes me want to like intrinsically or instinctively continue to do it because I know how impactful it is. And it's not, I always tell clients when we're trying to build consistency with these practices that it's not going to be something that you're going to feel benefits from immediately. That's not the point. The point of these are, it's it's delayed gratification. The point is consistency and building that that muscle of mindfulness, just like you would in the gym. When you want to get stronger at something, when you want to have the strength to do something, you you strengthen that muscle. Same thing with mindfulness. If you want to strengthen your awareness, strengthen your compassion and kindness, you have to train it. So like I said, those, you know, for me, those practices really work. And at the end of this podcast episode, I will talk about some other specific ways that are really helpful for changing your self-limiting beliefs into more positive beliefs that are true and and more acknowledging of that enlightenment and wholeness and completeness and then also really helpful activity for journaling as well but i want you to think about like what kind of limiting beliefs do you have about yourself and how do they affect your physical body your energetic body, your emotional body, your intellectual body, and your spiritual body, your faith. I notice that for me, when I have those thoughts and they ruminate and and I attach myself to them, my body language changes. Like if I'm feeling, if I'm doubting myself or I'm feeling like I'm not good enough, I get quiet. I am already a small person. And so I think I make myself even smaller. Like th- that's just me. But and I and and so to help with that is I don't beat myself down for feeling that way or buying into that that false narrative about me not being good enough. Instead, I just recognize, you know, that's my thinking mind. That's my ego. And recognizing and, and noticing those thoughts as they arrive. And, and noticing how they manifest in my body, like I said, I feel like I, I tend to make myself smaller. I kind of close my shoulders in. My voice is quieter. I don't speak up as much. Like there's physical ways that I present myself because of how my mind is moving or how those thoughts are moving from my mind into my body. And that affects my emotions, my intellectual, my, my I guess, how I express myself. Um, 
and and like my, the faith that I have in myself. So ask yourself, you know, how do yours affect you? And maybe ask yourself individually, how do they affect those all of those bodies? The key is to notice those self-limiting beliefs and without judgment, let them go. So a few podcast episodes ago, I talked about a, I did a meditation. I talked about meditation and I did a 10 minute guided meditation at the end. So go check that out if you haven't listened to it, because I really liked how when I did that guided meditation, the visual that kind of came with it was as you're noticing your thoughts, whether you label them as good or bad thoughts, just putting them on a leaf and imagining a river flowing. So when a thought arises, again, if it's good or bad, you're just putting it on that leaf and letting it float by. When when that next thought arises, not if, when it arises, because that is our brain's nature, putting it on the leaf and letting it float by. So same thing, without judgment, just let it go and replace it with a more positive belief. So at the end of this episode, I'll have an activity where you can kind of, you know, come up with some affirmations or some projections that are a little bit more positive, but not so like super cliche, you know, because I think in order for this to work and for you to really buy into these, you know, how you're reframing it, you need to believe it and you need to construct it in a way that is authentic and real to you. So I really like the activity that we'll go through for that. But here's some other ways that I feel like are really effective for reframing these self-limiting beliefs so that they don't cause those blockages in our body to where, you know, that that abundance isn't able to flow or that dis-ease, that discomfort and that, that imbalance in the body. So first, start with your physical body and your breath. As you're doing yoga, as you're doing body scans or breath work, connecting to your breath and to your body you become maybe aware of your thoughts and label them as thinking without getting attached. So it's okay that you have thoughts, but instead of labeling them as good or bad, just label it as thinking. That's your thinking mind. That's a thought. You don't have to attach yourself and and say that I am that thought or, you know, this is the situation. Just notice it like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Put it on the leaf and let it flow by. That's takes practice it's a muscle that needs to be trained but that's a great place to start and letting go of that attachment so notice maybe where you're holding tension as you're noticing these thoughts kind of arising or where that tightness is and breathing into those areas really helps to kind of let go of that thinking and not hold on to it like literally let it go clear that blockage and kind of help you settle more into your mind I also feel like mantras, enhancing your concentration, meditation, journaling, all of those really can help to kind of create clarity in your in our mental body. So mantras can be prayers, they can be repeated affirmations, um, whatever you you know can kind of repeat to yourself that you can feel into if that makes sense. Um, I think that could be really helpful. Like for me, when I'm doing yoga, mantras or like affirmations can be really helpful, especially because for me, yoga is about taking up space with my physical body and moving through these movement patterns that maybe I'm not doing, you know, in my regular day to day. But as I'm doing them on the yoga mat, I feel like you just 
embody what that pose is and what it's meant to do for you. Um, and I think that helps you to let go of that tension, let go of that tightness and embody a pose that is empowering and where you feel energized. Concentration can be things I feel like that get you into a flow state. And flow state is really where you're not thinking hard. It's more natural. Obviously, yoga is a great example of something that's flow. Um, anything flows. But really, a lot of things can can be a flow activity. Doing dishes, doing knitting, um, doing your makeup, like just things that you kind of get lost in where you can let go of that thinking mind. Of course, meditation is going to be extremely beneficial. I don't think we, I have been coaching for a minute now and every single one of my clients, we talk about meditation and we try to incorporate meditation. And I really think that if everybody implemented meditation in their life, the fact that it's so simple and so effective is amazing. I think that if everybody tried to implement meditation or some, you know, sort of mindfulness like this, like breath work, even, you know, yoga as well, of course, you would transform not only your physical health by managing your stress, lowering your cortisol and your stress hormones, you, I think, just benefit the whole big picture your overall well-being. So I could go off on that. I've already made a podcast episode on it. So go back and listen to that if you are interested, which you should be. Like, let's let's do it, guys. Like, why are we not doing it? Come on. Journaling. Again, why are we not doing it? Journaling is like such a helpful tool for having that dialogue with yourself being transparent about what you need, being honest, being non-judgmental, having just that space to create clarity and to reflect and kind of slow down a little bit. And I think, you know, you can do that with meditation. You can do it in a lot of different ways. But when you're writing it out, I think it makes more of an impression on your brain and on your mind that this is important. And whatever you're you're journaling about whatever you reflect on, whatever you conclude and affirm to yourself, whatever, I think it, it sticks more because you're writing it down and there's that like mind to muscle connection, mind to paper connection. So those are all amazing tools. Please use them. They don't cost anything. You know, if you want to spend money on other things that you feel like are going to benefit you, go for it. But these are going to cost you nothing. So try them practice them, be consistent with them. Don't have expectations on what the outcome should be, but just be consistent. So um, yeah, um, and a last little one before we get into that journaling activity that I think I kind of already touched on a little bit is just releasing our attachments. And last week's or last maybe a few episodes ago, um, we talked about, me and Annette talked about um, the four agreements and i think this this one kind of ties a little bit to that where if we if we can learn to let go of our attachments of what should be or shouldn't be and just accept what is 
then we let go of our suffering. Attachments are what lead to suffering because we are in denial of what is and we expect something to be different or that it should have been different. We're stuck ruminating on things from the past and how, you know, it's not what it is now or we're fixated on worrying about the future which we don't have control over instead of recognizing that now is the only moment that we have and if we can take action to impact whatever it is that's bothering us or that's on our mind then do it great if you can't then you are wasting your precious energy period so let it go there is no should be or supposed to be it is what it is Ruminating, I think, on our thoughts and on those experiences really blocks us from creating or from using that energy that we have in other ways. And instead, you're creating your own energetic blockages. So again, like that's another like super cost effective tool because it costs you nothing to release those attachments. And it's actually costing you so much of your energy by by continuing that pattern. So Just notice maybe what your body's asking for. Listen to those signs, that pain and discomfort of of disease, disease. Don't fixate. Just notice it. And choose one thought over another. So now let's get into the activity that I have. So this is really great for practicing compassionate self-forgiveness, which I think is a really big piece of of reshaping those self-limiting beliefs so pause this pause this podcast this episode go get your journal go get a pen light some palo santo just kidding doesn't matter um but just use this opportunity to reflect there's no expectation of what your answer should be just let let it flow let anything flow so before we get started Think of, of a word that maybe has like a negative connotation. So think of a time that you were blank, disappointed, angry, upset, um, embarrassed, whatever comes to mind. Think of a time that you were blank. Ask yourself why you felt this way and then complete this sentence. I felt blank because blank just explaining the situation i felt blank because blank do you notice a limiting belief or judgment as a cause of your feelings in that sentence do you notice a negative judgment that you made at some level about yourself or others and describe what you notice you can pause i'll let you i'll let you write okay come back Apply some compassionate self-forgiveness to any judgments or limiting beliefs that you found that you made about yourself or others in your example. And use this sentence to help you to journal about this. So, I forgive myself for judging myself as blank. Okay? Let it out. And then, you can write whatever you want, but I think it's helpful to finish that by adding the truth the universal truth which is that you are a divine being or i am a divine being having a human experience and there's no such thing as good or bad like that sentence that affirmation alone 
I think helps you to release those expectations, helps you to come back to that understanding that you are already enlightened as you are. And I think hopefully that kind of like already takes the weight off your shoulders with however you were feeling about the situation that you're journaling about. So this next piece I really like and and there's a little bit of like a formula to this that I think helps you to create affirmations that are not so cliche and actually something that you can build that's more specific to your situation and your struggles so that way you can believe it and it can kind of be absorbed. So write an affirmation with a self-praising statement using this equation. You want to start with an adverb descriptor that ends usually in L-Y, so actively, passionately, supportively, whatever you want, plus a verb, and then plus a positive projection. So for example, I'm actively, that's the adverb descriptor, engaged in the present moment is the verb, and the positive projection is learning from my experiences. So we can put that all together. I'm actively engaged in the present moment, learning from my experiences. So I really like this because it adds a little bit more detail and like action to what it is that you're experiencing or want to experience. So now kind of expand upon that self-praising affirmation with three statements of gratitude by using these three stem sentences. So the first one is, I acknowledge myself for blank. I appreciate that I am blank. And I see that I am blank. So next time, anytime that you are feeling self-limiting beliefs, feeling some kind of negative, connotative emotion, use this, use this activity to kind of help you to reframe it. Understand the context of what you were feeling, why you were feeling it, where that negative judgment may be coming from and who it's going towards, whether that's yourself or others, and apply that positive or that compassionate self-forgiveness so that way you can find that for that that place of non-judgment and instead affirming to yourself what is true that you are enlightened that you whatever you need to to affirm to yourself to reshape that that self-limiting belief so having this kind of mindset it takes time to practice like i said this is just like training a muscle in the gym when you want to get faster, when you want to lift heavier, when you want to perform better, you train for that. You do the exact same thing with mindfulness. Don't complicate it. I think it's just, for some reason, not, it's not as sexy. It's not as fun. Like going to the gym is great. Like those, we're training muscles. Meditation, we're just sitting there, but we're not. So practice it. Reach out if you guys need more support. Like this is literally what I do. So, and I love it. Like I, I really love to, like a lot of people have reached out and shared how these, these kinds of episodes where I talk about these kinds of things 
are really helpful, like to get them out of a negative place and really changing their mindset. And I love that. Like, I want to keep doing that. So let me know what you guys need, like how I can support you to do this, because I think it takes it takes connection. It takes support. You you don't have to do this alone, but you know, show yourself compassion and kindness, you know, as you're working to let go of these self-limiting beliefs and just know that it's not going to happen overnight, right? But but don't give up. So I appreciate and I love all of you for listening to this episode. And if, like I said, if you have any questions or you just want to talk or you want to learn more about this, reach out. We can reach out on Instagram at coachadrian underscore or you can email me Adrian or Yego Wellness at gmail.com. I'll have more information in the show notes about my Instagram, my email. If you want to apply for my body and balance health coaching program, or if you want to learn any other information, please just reach out. I'm always here. And thanks for listening. Bye.